Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio this fine Saturday morning right here on AM 920 The Answer. In this segment, Rivermont, which is a golf community in Johns Creek, is being featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And what would you do if you won the lottery? I would immediately call a Modern Traditions Realty Group agent, and whatever the amount of money that I had just won, I would spend it all on houses. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. If I won it, I would call Cleve Gaddis, and I would just give him all <laughs> of the money because he needs it. You know, he's got kids that got to go to college and everything. It's going to be an interesting discussion. And why do people, or why should you, if you're listening, why should you invest in real estate? Don't forget, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can challenge things we say. You can share ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast, and we're available on every major podcasting platform. For those who've been with me the last three segments, you know that my guest in the studio today is Christy Valley, who is my business partner at Modern Traditions Realty Group. Uh, our family share 37-year history in real estate, and we really are trying to put a modern spin on the traditional values of doing real estate. Right. Do you think the traditional values of doing real estate are different than the values today? No. You don't? I think that the approach might be different, but the values of real estate are there. Okay. Can I ask another question then? Sure. Do you think the values of a typical real estate agent today are the same as they were 25 or 30 years ago? That's a good one. I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah. And and by the way, I don't ever want to talk bad, badly, but to, to me, when I started in the business 2005, 10, people were more professional and there were probably people in 2005 thinking what is this young kid he doesn't know anything about real estate who've been around for 70 years i really feel like in the past people worked harder to represent the interest of their clients than a lot of agents do today i can see that yeah, yeah. i think we really try hard and if you're an agent and you're listening i'm not talking about you i'm talking <laughs> about somebody else um but I think sometimes real estate can just be I'm looking for a quick way to make a buck, and I don't think that's the way it uh, should be. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to help you understand as a homeowner in that neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage or, in some cases, a disadvantage mm -hmm. in the neighborhood. And this week, we are featuring Rivermont. Now, Rivermont is near Nesbitt Ferry and Holcomb Bridge. So if you're going north on 400, get off Holcomb Bridge, turn right, go down, turn left on Nesbitt Ferry. It's actually between Nesbitt Ferry and Barnes. Barnwell Road. Very cool. I think the type of golf, I think it's called a Lynx golf course where you, course, golf course where you have the long grass okay. around the course. Yeah. And I think it's a Lynx course. And the guy who runs the, the, um, runs the, the facility, I can't even think of his name right now. He is a true golfer involved in, you know, youth golfing and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a, got a, it's a great little tradition nice. for, for your neighborhood. But Rivermont is huge. Rivermont is like Almost a thousand homes. Wow! It is it is huge. Lots of different sections. It's seven different sections uh, across that golf club, and uh, it's twenty set has a twenty seven acre privately owned park right on the Chattahoochee River. It's less than ten minutes from Newtown Park, which is a Johns Creek City Park. Ten minutes from Hol East Holcomb Bridge Park. You're not ten minutes from uh, four hundred. You've got plenty of restaurants it's 15 minutes to avalon it's close to downtown alpharetta which is amazing you probably never go to downtown alpharetta not really yeah because you go to downtown buford well alpharetta no. has a, a farmer's market that i like to oh go you do to like to go Saturdays. to yeah yeah it's a I, when I, so i have uh daughters in their early 20s and so sometimes i will uh, be their designated driver to take them over there it is amazing there is stuff everywhere yes. it's also close to peachtree corners town center because really 
that used to be Roswell. It's Johns Creek now, but it's you know about 30 miles from Atlanta as well. So let's take a look at what's happening in that neighborhood just over the last few years. In 2020, there were 37 homes that sold. Now, if you had 900 homes in a neighborhood, any idea how many homes you would expect to sell in that neighborhood in a year? Um, 45. 45. So uh, I would expect it to be a little closer to 70. Okay. So I expect the turnover rate in most neighborhoods to be about 7%. Overall in Metro Atlanta, it was just under 7% mm -hmm. last year. Um, and it's a little bit lower than that. And sometimes you get neighborhoods that are in better school districts and they have a little lower turnover. 37 homes sold. They took 48 days from listening to contract and the average home sold for 395000 From a low of one forty-five to a high of 625000 In 2021, 35 homes sold. It went from 48 days to 22 days. Can you imagine if it took a seller 48 days to sell a house today? They would lose their stuff. They would definitely be thinking price reduction. <laughs> they would be losing their mind. 22 days. Average sales price went up, let's just call it $65,000 to $458,000. From a low of three hundred five dollars to a high of $630,000. Homes sold for 2.5% higher than they were listed for. And then in 2022, appreciation, let's just call it another almost $60,000. Average sales price, $517,000. <coughs> Average sales price five hundred and seventeen thousand, range from a low of three seventy to a high of seven hundred and fifty-seven thousand. And with only selling thirty-seven, <laughs> I predicted forty-five. Yep, right? you did. The, the reason I predicted a lower number than seven oh, percent, why, is because it is a community with all of these amenities, golf course, all of these mm. things. So it's probably a highly desired neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think people now a lot of contemporary homes in there. Okay. And, you know, not a lot of contemporary neighborhoods in right. Atlanta, so your choices are kind of limited. And so people, Martin's Landing, um, uh, Rivermont. I mean, there are just a few options there. So who knows? Maybe they just yeah. absolutely love it. I think that's the case. I, what would you say the turnover is in your area? Closer Buford. to the seven or eight. Closer to seven or eight. Yeah. It makes sense. I know sometimes like Peachtree Corners has very low turnover. Mm -hmm. Very low. It's been four, five, six percent historically. Wow. Currently, five homes available for sale, which means there's two point four months worth of inventory. The average list price today on a home, six hundred and three thousand eight hundred, which is bumping it up another ninety thousand over where the average high sales price was in the last year. Four hundred and eighty-five. Excuse me. It says four hundred eighty-five homes in the neighborhood. It's really closer to about nine hundred. So mm -hmm. we didn't pull all the ones correctly from the tax record. Uh, but that means that the homeowners in that neighborhood, their equity has increased $300 million. Wow. $300 million. My sheet says $155 million, but that's only half right. the actual number of homeowners. And so it's just amazing. I love that people can gain equity in their home. The net worth of the average homeowner is three hundred and fifty, three hundred and seventy-five thousand. The net worth of the average renter is five thousand, according to the Federal Reserve. Mm -hmm. It's amazing the opportunities that you have in investing. If you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. Like you need a school chimp report. In fact, stop whatever you're doing. And go to gogaddisradio.com, click on School Chimp, put in just a little information. You can compare one high school to another high school. Mm -hmm. You can compare one high school to the average of all high schools. And it's the only place in the world you can get 
the demographic information you're looking for, not people's ethnicity, meaning what's the average age of a home? What percentage of homes are owned by homeowners? What Mm -hmm. percentage are renters? What's the average educational attainment of parents? I'd be interested in knowing that. Yes. And what's the average household income in an area? You can get all that from School Chimp Report. Plus, you can over the the actual real estate sales data, average sales price, and everything just for the school district are there as well. Schoolchimp.com. Go to gogaddisradio.com and click on School Chimp. If you are searching for listings, you're not finding what you're looking for, maybe suremls.com is where you should be going, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Christy, you buy lottery tickets? I don't. I don't either. I did buy some when the lottery got to be... To 80 million, uh, to, uh, 80 billion, I don't know what it was. It was a big number. I bought yeah. some. I never even looked to see if I won anything, and then I threw them away. I probably <clears throat> didn't win anything. But what would you do if you won the lottery? What would I do? I would probably call my husband and say, let's go on vacation. Okay, okay, all right. So one of the things that they say are the 10 things you should do is go on a fun vacation. Oh, good. I so you one. did that. Where would you go? Now, cost not a limit. Now, cost is not a factor. Now, you won the lottery. Cost is not a factor. Probably to Italy, to Italy. Europe. Ooh, have you ever been? I haven't. Ooh, you got to do that. Okay. So, it's this is a list. It says that first you should hire a financial advisor, and I agree with that, but just because you hire a financial advisor doesn't mean they're any good. You should invest your money so you can get a return. You mm-hmm. can buy a home or a second home or investment properties if you want to go on a vacation, pay off debt, absolutely pay off all your debt. Maybe start an emergency fund. You can save for retirement, do your estate planning, donate some of it to charity. Lots of different things that you can do. So now we've talked about the things that you should do if you win the lottery. Mm-hmm. You haven't won. No. I haven't won. So it doesn't really matter what we think about what you should do if you win the lottery. But one of the things I will tell you is don't spend all your money. Right. If you win the lottery. And don't tell anybody you won it. <laughs> right? Yes. Because you will have family members far and wide coming to you trying to get you to help them with some money. Now, real estate investing. You invest in real estate. I do. I invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. Now, a little easier for us because we're in the real estate business, so yeah. we sort of get it. But let's talk about some of the reasons that people do invest or should invest. Number one, steady cash flow. Right. I have not owned a property where the rent decreased. I haven't owned a property where the rent decreased in the last 20 years, even during the recession. That's awesome. In many cases, have you had some where the rent decreased? I had one. Okay. I had one. Out of all the ones you've had, you've had one. And was it palatable, meaning were you able to make it work even with the lower rent? Yeah. 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 It was just, it was like you said, it was during that time frame when things were going up and we had an adjustable rate on the mortgage. Oh. So. Got it. Uh, you can get a good return. So what does that mean? I try to get between a 7 and a 12% cash on cash return, and I try to get a total return of between 20 and 25% annually on real estate investments. And if you're listening thinking, oh, that's too good to be true. <laughs> now, maybe today with the interest rate environment it is, but it's not over, over time. Right. Long-term security, houses will be there. The government encourages you to buy houses, lots of tax advantages, for yeah. those who are invested in businesses or stocks, it diversifies things. Passive income, it's the mm-hmm. most amazing thing. Gives you the ability to leverage funds and protects you from inflation and gives you an opportunity to build capital. And you can buy insurance on a real estate, meaning local insurance company will pay you if the thing burns down. Right. 
We appreciate you tuning in for another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. Christy, thank you very much for being with me. Thanks for having me. We will talk to all of you next Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. Have a great week.